the hottest news out of the obstacle racing scene? Want to stay up to date on the freshest info, the latest podiums, and hear interviews with the who's who in OCR? Well, you've come to the wrong place. Well, some of that you'll find here. But we're not the media. This is not ORM, OCM, OCRM, ORCM. This is OCR Talk. Hello, this is Jason Dupree. And Anna Landry. And this is episode number 55 of OCR Talk. Thank you for listening. And this is... I, I had nothing. I, I was going to try to get some kind of introduction to this, but um, no. I, well, I guess I could say I'm. I don't know how it sounds to you know the crowd, but we'll we'll hear it later on. But I am in a new uh, recording space. I have a closet that is solely for the the purposes of, of audio recording, and I've actually blanketed in the walls to uh, help the sound. So we'll see how it comes out save those moving blankets and put them to good use? No, I actually bought them because when I researched uh, what should I do to kind of soundproof a, a closet, I, I actually was originally going to use uh, those foam kind of pads with the like indentions in them that you like see in like a normal recording. Uh, yeah, kind of like that. And so in looking in those, they're, they're not cheap. So to cover the walls for the amount that I needed, I needed a, about $150 worth of that stuff. And what I also learned is that you don't need to cover the walls entirely for those, but I really wanted, I wanted to do that anyway. So uh, what I found is that moving blankets work even better because they actually help trap the sound more and let less go out and in. Whereas the foam it's still the sound. It helps with the dampening of the echoes, but the sound still passes through it. So they're actually not as effective. So wow. these moving blankets were 50 bucks for a pack of them. And I used every inch of them to uh, cover the walls of this Did thing. Did you like so. go to U-Haul and buy some moving blankets? No, I got them on Amazon. Oh, nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's, uh, <clears throat> it's pretty nice in here. Was that me or you? What? Oh, that was me. <laughs> so on top of that, I don't know if that came through, but on top of that, I'll just say that uh, instead of since I'm in a closet, I don't have my normal machine, uh, you know, my, my big computer. So I'm actually recording from my little tablet Chrome Chromebook. Nice. So let me make sure notifications are not making noise. Hopefully yeah, I, I have, have my phone. I have my phone off. off. I don't know if you even heard it, but... I don't think so. I don't know. I, I bought a, a little $5 stool from Ikea. That's what I'm sitting on. <laughs> and I've got just a couple of like the big, like the moving tub, like your tubs for storage and stuff. Just a like couple of those. Tupperware tubs. Yeah, so that's what everything's sitting on. So Nice. I, don't, I may put a desk in here later, but uh, that's what I got for now. Working pretty good. Working with what you got. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Well, we've got actually quite a bit to talk about. It's been a minute, and now that it's getting towards you know the end of the year, some events are finally starting to happen, and it's actually things are going on. We've actually got real uh, 
funny that the the main topic for this episode is what it is because I, we could have done that or should have done that when we had nothing else to talk about. That would have made more sense. Right. <laughs> but instead, here we are. Well, um, did you did you race since Toughest? Have you raced anything? I don't think so. I'm trying to remember, but I I, I really don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> what you been What you been up to? Uh, just training, uh, running. Yeah, just a lot of just random run stuff and work, and that's pretty much about it. <laughs> yeah. Works in keeping me plenty busy, and uh, yeah, I just try and get out on the weekends just to, like, get outside or get outside whenever I can just for, like, you know, my own sanity, but that's pretty much about it. <laughs> Speaking of getting outside, I was in Tulsa last week uh, working. And while I was there, two things, two awesome things happened. One, I started doing the Tough Mudder Marvel Ch- Marvel challenges, which we'll talk about. But in doing so, when I was uh, doing some treadmill work uh, at the hotel, I put the treadmill on uh, as high as it'll go, you know, 15% incline, and actually used my phone and a controller, Bluetooth controller that I brought with me to do some video games while I hiked on the treadmill. Now, I had gotten that idea from Will Hicks because he had been he's been doing that for a while now where he's got a little TV set up where his treadmill is. And it was actually really awesome. It made me I I did some racing so that it was like I was really super focused on the racing and would kind of forget about the the walking. So it'd be like a whole, you know, race would happen and eight to ten minutes would pass and it just didn't even feel like it. it was. It was awesome. Nice. You know, I I actually bought a treadmill. You just reminded me about that because <laughs> whenever, because, you know, with COVID and everything, we had the appointment times for my gym and they had it to where um, you could wear your mask just while you were walking around. Um, but once you were on the machine, you could take your mask off. Well, I didn't realize that they had changed the rules <laughs> and you then had to keep your mask on the whole time you were there. And while you're I, doing it, while you're do, even running on the treadmill, while you were doing a workout, every, you know, you, oh, yikes. you couldn't take your mask off in the gym. Um, mm. And so I didn't know this. And so whenever they told me I had to put my mask back on while I was running on the treadmill, I was like, <laughs> Oh, this is going to go very badly because I had just bought, brought with me, you know, one of those cheap disposable like yeah. blue masks or whatever. And I sweat into that thing and it was so disgusting. <laughs> and I, I was like, uh, never again. And so, <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to buy a treadmill so I can run at home <laughs> whenever it gets too cold or, you know, too icy to run outside. I'll be prepared. And then I'll have a treadmill that I can run on and I won't have to wear my mask. <laughs> So that's what I did. I bought a treadmill and I really don't have any excuses not to run anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Well, so running in a mask. Now I had to wear a mask when I would go rock climbing. And of course it does inhibit your breathing because mainly just because you're breathing into an enclosed space and then you're breathing in your CO2. Um, but yes, I also noticed that when I'd sweat, that it would like get all on the face mask, but not nearly as much as I would when I run. So I can't imagine yeah. how much 
and how gross yeah it was gross it got. <laughs> I I really I, I I grossed myself out and that doesn't oh. happen very easily because it was just it felt gross you know like I go <laughs> I go outside and I go on the trails and they do require face coverings outside on the trails too but really really it on the trails it's more of like people just wear the buffs around their neck, which is what I usually do if I'm running out on the trails. And then if I'm passing by somebody or something, like I'll, I'll pull it up it, while I'm passing by someone. Is, but then is it just it, that there's so many people out there? Is that why they require it? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the governor's mask mandate. Out oh. So, um, hmm. so yeah, and that's what most people do is they'll just pull it up, you know, whenever they're passing by somebody and then they'll just, you know, take it back off whenever yeah yeah and yeah, i can't imagine there. running the whole time like that <laughs> yeah especially whenever the air quality really really sucked around here and <laughs> um there was times like at four o'clock in the afternoon it looked like the sun was going down but no it was just it was just oh, wildfire smoke <laughs> and like there was a few days whenever i woke up and like it smelled like a campfire outside and, wow. Yeah, and it was just bad. And that was at like seven o'clock in the morning, so there was really no sleeping. <laughs> well, uh also while I was in Tulsa, I went to on the I'd say on the south uh west side of town, uh from downtown, about fifteen minutes from downtown, there's a, a trail that I I I've worked out there a few times and I've seen it and and I've even gone out there for like Concord Gauntlet and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh I've just never gone and, and actually run the trail. So I, I it was, I, I think looking at it on Google Maps, it was kind of misleading because it doesn't show the full trail. But when you look at it on like all trails, it shows a whole bunch of other stuff. I don't know. Anyway, so I finally went and it was like the last, my last night there. And I was like, I got to go. I'm going to regret it if I don't go and check this place <laughs> out. And I was pleasantly surprised and really glad I went because it was one of the coolest trail systems I'd, I've been to. It was by the river and then it was, they call it a mountain, but it, you know, it's Tulsa. So it's what as big of a mountain as you can have in Tulsa, <laughs> but it is, it is a big old hill and the, the trails run along the ridge. So uh, for about two miles and then there's like probably six to seven different paths you can take. And then in between those, there's all these little cuts that come go up and down the hill. So you can just run long, straight kind of winding along the ridge, or you can cut down the hill and and get some, you know, real uh, steep, steep spots. And so I actually ran down one spot and came back and was like, that was like four miles. So it was like, man, that's, this is too good. I got to keep going. So I ran a different trail all the way back to basically the end and then just kind of found my, my way back, you know, just without looking at the, uh, my map too much. And it was a really cool place. I, I, like I said, I did some really steep stuff, did some just really fast, long, um, slight up, up or down inclines or declines. And it was just gorgeous. Like sometimes you're right on the edge of a drop off and looking overlooking this this river. It's really, really, really neat. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> I, I forget the name of the trail, but um, I mean it's basically one of the the only the biggest one out there. So nice. If you're ever in the Tulsa, Oklahoma area, not only can you go to the Conquer the Gauntlet Gym, but uh, Conquer Fitness, but you can also sure, go there. I forget they're out there. They're like based out there. Yeah, I've gotten to go once before, and 
just works on, you know, worked on obstacles while I was there. They were having a, a class or something. Nice. I ran this past weekend while Savage, uh, Savage Race was here in Dallas. I actually went to down near past Waco to Belton, Texas to do Spartacus Dash. And it, it is uh, a local race that we've run as a family for the past three years. So this is our fourth year going. So it was kind of hard to pass that up because it's one of the few ones that I get to do, you know, with my kids and get April to do it as well. So, um, that was normally in the earlier part of the year, but it got pushed back because of COVID. And then it just happened to be the same day as Savage Dallas. So I ended up going to that and really enjoyed it and ran pretty well and got second overall and, uh, and then ran a second lap with my family. And honestly, that five miles, because it was only two, two and a half mile course, um, <laughs> I felt pretty wore out just because I guess I've been doing so much, you know, running and not as much uh, obstacles. So actually doing the obstacles, I felt felt good and wore out. It was nice. Yeah. Obstacles are kind of hard to come by in the no, <laughs> no touch era <laughs> yeah. thing. <laughs> Unless yeah, you they have definitely your offered... own set up in your backyard or something like that. Then Right. They definitely offered it up like you, even if you are in the competing wave, you don't have to touch the obstacles. You can just opt to do the burpees instead. (laughs) But they added on to their course, you know, they don't, they don't have anything, any crazy obstacles, but they added on a uh, Z wall this year. It was a pretty good one. You know, I feel like Spartans Z wall holds are pretty, um, I'd say they're they're in a, a certain pattern almost, so that's you know, it's easy-ish. But these were kind of really random, so it, it got to spots where it's like, hmm, I should grab here, but I really need to keep reaching back instead right. of. So I really had to think about it going through instead of just um, slipping off. But I actually passed up a guy. So the the way they actually did the race was cool too because. They didn't want to just send out a big wave, you know, so they space people out. So they put their their zip line that they normally do first instead of um, towards the end. So they did it first. So you went down the zip line and you and you didn't cross the start mat until after the, the zip line. So everybody waited in line to do the zip line. And then once you got down from that, that was the actual timing start which is pretty cool. So it spaced everybody out. So as you're running, you know that, you know, some people are ahead of you simply because they were in line uh, before you. But if anybody passes you, then, you know, they were uh, behind you and they've really caught up to you. So when I ran, I only had one guy pass me up and I stayed with him uh, for the rest of the race and, or like kind of behind him. And then once we got to that, that Z wall, he slipped off and actually we were on opposite sides of it at the same time. And I heard them tell him, uh, go over here to do your burpees. And I was like, Oh yeah, he slipped off. So I'm going to finish this out and and beat him. You know? So I wanted to like open that gap up as much as I could because I know he had started before or after me. So he, you know, he had actually caught up to me. And so I don't know who he was or his name, but looking at the times, I was about two minutes behind the first place guy and the person behind me, it might have been him, not sure, finished about four seconds behind me, which is pretty, oh, pretty crazy. Heels. Yeah, so it might have been him. <laughs> but couldn't it have been a, another person in another wave that just had a similar time? 
It, it definitely yeah. could have, but I looked at the times, you know, pretty shortly after my own finish, and it was already like that. Mm-hmm. So the the times didn't really change. The placements didn't really change after, you know, later in the day. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it was really just their first two waves that were up for, um, you know, like 9 to 930, uh, 945-ish, whenever, you know, depending on how long it took people to get through the, the zip line, that was all the people running to win. Yeah. So pretty awesome. And my kids, both, you know, 8-year-old and 4-year-old, both did the entire two and a half miles and you know attempted all the obstacles <laughs> except for the the only one they didn't even want to try is the uh the the, the ice bath so they had like an arctic enema <laughs> type thing yeah so we, we made them at least stick a hand in it that's funny that picture <laughs> of um april and layla going across the finish line and declan's like right behind him and he's got yeah. this look on his face like he's so intense and he's gonna cross oh he was line. determined oh yeah. my gosh it is so <laughs> awesome <laughs> You know, it, it's extra funny because we, we taught him how to do burpees on one of the obstacles that they couldn't do. I think it was like the um, the rope wall, you know, this big eight foot, oh, yeah. 10 foot wall or yeah. something. Um, and so they, they did burpees there and they just did a couple. Uh, but when we got to the ice bath, we were like, all right, do those burpees and, since you didn't want to get in it. And he started doing them and just would not stop. And then he got to like <laughs> eight and I started filming them and he got the 15. What? And I was like, all right, that's the last one because that's that was their their penalty was 15 burpees. So oh, nice. He did his full his full 15. <laughs> nice. <for> that <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so, it's good been trip. really hard to like I know there's little sprinkles of races happening here and there. I think actually this weekend there's a um there's a little trail race going on um at Bear Creek Lake in Lakewood close by me. And I had originally signed up for the 10 miler because I was so excited that like there was a trail race going on close to me. And then um, I realized I was on call this weekend. It's like the one we oh. on call this, this whole month. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to switch to the 5k <laughs> and take a chance. So well, is it, is it mean if, I guess if you run, is it like a loop or what's the, yeah, it's like a loop. Um, so well, if you I would think... be five miles out, you'd be five miles, you know, 30 minutes to get back right? <laughs> I guess, or 50, you know, and now almost an hour to get back, I guess. Yeah. Well, so the, the 5k, uh, course is pretty much all more or less paved, um, okay. trail. And I think the 10 mile course goes off road into the trail system a little bit more. So gotcha. I'm just you know, missing out on some water crossings and things like that. So actually, I don't even know if it's actually going to be a water crossing because it's so dry here, but, uh, yeah. (laughs) So I did, I downgraded to the 5k because I'm like, Oh, I'll take a chance. Um, (laughs) but I might be tempting fate a little bit, but you know, well, how, um, how far is the race away from work? Uh, like 20 minutes. Okay, not so bad. if it happens, it's not, <laughs> not, it's not too bad. Yeah. You'll be able to make it back. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty speedy. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's. I find, honestly, like I've been having a lot of trouble like staying motivated. I'm sure a lot of people ha- can like relate to the sentiment. But like 
thank goodness some races are coming back and they're able to hold some events because I, like I've just been super unmotivated after Tuffet. I was just like, so what now? <laughs> yeah. So what do we do? What, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, and I know I have, you know, we have plans in the future for like stuff next year, early 2021 and everything, but it's like, I want to do something now. Like I want to train for something <laughs> like next weekend or something like that, you know? So yeah, that's why a lot of my stuff has been super random and just like, eh. well, I'll tell you what you do is you get a, a couple of friends and you plan out a 50 miler and then, you know, <laughs> that'll keep your butt in gear because there ain't no, there ain't no hiding from a 50 miler, right? like sitting around and not doing anything. Right. <laughs> So that's, that's definitely been my, even though some races have come back, that's definitely been my <laughs> ultimate motivation this entire time is like, I still got to run 50 miles soon. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like in the back of your mind, like haunting you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> you know, I had actually had a 25 mile training run, uh, a weekend, uh, last, you know, you know, not, not this past, but the weekend before and it went really well. I, I just, uh, I, I dropped off some water about halfway. So I did an out and back and I dropped off water halfway and it's just on the way back. It was warmer. So I was drinking more and I, I ran out probably wow. a couple miles before the, the finish and felt pretty rough by the time I finished because it was, uh, it was warmer. It was like 80 degrees by then. Um, but up until that point, you know, up until I ran out of water, I felt, felt pretty good. That's rough. So I feel I feel pretty positive about the run because it's going to be about um, we're going to have a pit stop about every 12 and a half miles, I believe. So we'll have three pit stops, you know, before the finish. Not bad. So I'll be able to refill and everything. Are there points along the the route that y'all plotted out that um, like somebody's going to be able to like meet you at that point if you need oh, the, some kind the of... The plan is to have... Uh, drop off our cars so we got four guys so we'll have one car at each pit stop and then you know one to get us to the start and then at the finish will be uh some spouses that plan to meet us at the end for because we hope to finish around dinner time and nice. and then it'll be time to eat some dinner so nice. and have some some happy hour drinks nice <laughs> well-deserved well-earned <laughs> <laughs> drinks after that <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to do, uh, a recap, uh, you know, episode. We'll definitely talk about that, whatever. Cause that's, you know, this weekend is conquered a gauntlet. And then after that is that that's the next weekend it's coming up already. Yeah. So Holy cow. It's, uh, shoot. We might have, uh, we're already halfway through I October. I know. Almost half. I know it. Like, I feel, I, I just got used to it being October. <laughs> oh, it's going to be Halloween before you know right. it. Right. And get your costume ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that you're not saying there's more races out there in, in freaking Colorado. Like, how is there not more going on? I know. I mean, there's there's little pockets of stuff going on here and there. But, um, like, some stuff I would have to drive down towards Colorado Springs for. Um, one big okay. thing, actually, one big thing um, is uh, the gym in Brighton, um, Fitfocker, they held uh, DecaFit. They're, they're okay. a strong event. Yeah. And um, I had I had offered to volunteer at that event, but then I also had a commitment with Ultra. 
um, at a demo event that day. So that didn't end up working, panning out. Um, but I saw that Jack Bauer had attended and he set a record there. Huh. He like set, oh, wow. had the top time there. It was like, he set a time of like 1355. I think it was, I don't know. It was pretty impressive, huh. but yeah, there was, they had a really good turnout and um, yeah, they had, it looks like they had a really successful event considering like there wasn't anything else really going on. <laughs> So I didn't realize that they were actually putting on events because they canceled the first few. Yeah. You know, the like me and, and Will um, Raymond, uh, Video Will, were going to actually uh, help produce the video for the first one in Denver. Right. And then that didn't happen. So I didn't realize they were actually picking back up until I just listened to the latest World's Toughest podcast. And, he, and Will mentioned, Will Hicks mentioned that, uh, that that is that they are doing those events and they're actually all over the place. And it's like, really? <laughs> yeah. when did that start? Yeah, this was actually, they were calling it a DECA strong event. It wasn't like the DECA fit event that they had initially advertised with like a high rock style format with the run huh. in between workout stations. This was like strictly the workout stations. So it was oh. like, it was like rapid fire, like 10 workout stations. Um, uh, and just no running, just no running. Exactly. And then I think, huh. uh, and I, I think Joe had alluded to it in another podcast. I can't even remember what it was, but their deca, or maybe it was Yancey that was talking about the deca mile event. Um, uh, the same gym here in Colorado is planning on hosting the deca mile event. And I would, uh, I think it's sometime in November, but I think it, it's like on my daughter's birthday. <laughs> So <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work out. So, um, yeah, so I, you, I may sign up for that. I mean, I haven't decided yet, but we'll Yeah. Do you enjoy that kind of stuff? Like, have you ever done Camp Gladiator or other, like, CrossFit type stuff? Yeah, I've, I did Camp Gladiator actually back whenever I was living in Louisiana, and that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Or you did the, the Gladiator Camp? What do they call it? The, their their games. Yeah, the, CG, the game, CG games. C, yeah. CG games. So, yeah. um, so a few people from the camp that I was at in Louisiana, they they wanted me to join their team for the CG games. I think it was like this year or last year or something like that. But then, since you know, I had just moved here and everything, it just the timing just didn't work out. But it was definitely something that looked like so much fun. Like I know Kevin Harkins is into Camp Gladiator, and I think he's done the games. And um, yeah. I know uh, I've seen a, f- a few of my friends um, post about going to like uh, CG workouts just every morning. But it was, I mean, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> the group that we had in Lafayette, I mean, we were meeting every single morning at 445, and there wasn't like a better group of people that I could have asked for to work out with hmm. at that time of the morning. <laughs> because yeah yeah it was just a lot of fun and um it's i want to say like the the deca events are kind of like the the cg games events um well deca's or cg still has some running in them yeah right And, and actually some some form of obstacle type stuff, I guess? Uh, kind of, sort of. Yeah, I know, like, they have, like, hurdling stuff, like the little, um, I can't remember what they're called, like the small, small. <clears throat> like, like, DECA would be all, 
exor- exercise type things more right. than, but I feel like CG had at least one or two somewhat obstacle kind of type thing. Kind of, sort of. I think it's, um, when I think whenever I was looking at the stations last year, it was a lot of like workout stuff. Uh, well, I'll stop lying. <laughs> like, bur- I've like not burpee, done it. I don't like know. burpee broad jump or <laughs> like, yeah, like things like that. Yeah. Um, it just, it, it does look pretty interesting. Um, the, the extent of my CG games <laughs> or CG at all, uh, was when I was working out in Rowlett with, uh, JB, uh, Gerhardt. He was running what, what he always called Nor, Nortex OCRs. Great, uh, park that he had a bunch of obstacles and, um, like even like spear throw and stuff, but obstacles and workout things, you know, just for training yeah. on the weekends. And one of the times, because he he does he leads uh, Camp Gladiator as well, and one of the times that we were there, he incorporated some of that stuff into the the workout. And it was it's funny how it was fun, but I still weren't wasn't like hmm, I want to go do the CG games now. <laughs> like I still didn't care enough to do that kind of competition. But it was like I had a good time when I did it. Yeah. I just wasn't interested in doing it, you know, for my own reasons. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, we had we had little competitions in the CG camp that I went to in in Lafayette. We would have like little we would break, whenever we would break up into teams, we would have like little competitions with amongst ourselves. Nice. So like, I mean, for four forty five in the morning, it was a pretty uh, it was a pretty competitive, <laughs> intense group, and it was like it was it was pretty awesome because it was like. You know, it, it was held um, in like a church parking lot in my neighborhood and like 99% of the people that came were families that lived in the neighborhood. And so they were, cool. you know, they were like parents that like had to wake up before dawn just to get their work out in <laughs> before their kids got up for school kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Well, that's good. Now, I mean, it seems like they're, they've got a good, uh, I mean, it seemed like they had a good business model. I don't know how it's going with COVID, but um seems like that CG is doing well, but uh, it's, it's different, definitely different than, you know, obstacle racing, but definitely more closer to DecaFit or CrossFit and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, this DECA Mile event. So if that's your style. Yeah, I, th- I think this DECA Mile event, it's going to include some running, but it's not going to be as much as the original DECA Fit event was going to have. How, how, how much running? Not much. A, a mile? A mile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, running from station to station, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that, that that was a pretty long intro. That was a 30-minute intro. Um <laughs> we kind of probably, I guess, touched on some of the things that we are going to talk about. But before we do get into just all this auxiliary stuff, you know, what, like I said, there's a, one topic that I was going to make the focus of this episode, and then we can talk about all the other stuff, too. And um, the focus is Evan Prepares and his book. Um, is it OCR? Ultra, God dang Ultra it. OCR, man. Ultra OCR man. That's what, that's what, that's the title of it. You know, I could look it up. That would make sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, we do still have not only a giveaway to do before the end of the episode, but also just like all this other stuff that, that's been going on. Cause there has been a lot of stuff happening 
not not just these little tiny races that we're doing. Shoot, I mean, Savage looked like it was a lot of fun, but we can get to that in a moment. Let me just confirm the name of this book so that I don't mess it up. Because uh, I know he's got a few. You know, shout he's... out, right? <laughs> What's that? Didn't he give you a shout out on one of his... Uh... In this in this the book, he actually book, does, yeah. uh, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, Ultra OCR Man. Because he's written a couple of books. One of them is like the OCR Bible, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, think about it. Like, who else in obstacle racing has written a book about obstacle racing? Like, well, plenty of people have written um, articles about things, but nobody's written a book. Now... I think Evan might get a little criticism because this particular book is about him, but you get a good sense of now the OCR Bible. And I think the elite athletes guide to OCR maybe is another yeah. one. Uh, Cause yeah, he's done more than one, yeah. more than two. Um, you know, obviously you kind of see what you're getting from those. Um, but this one really is more like, his biography up to this, his autobiography up to this point. And he did give me uh, a copy of it for free. And I got a, the audible copy. So I was able to listen to it. Actually, you know, I mentioned before that I started listening to it when running Toughest, the virtual virtual Toughest. And I finished it while I was on my 25 mile run, which was perfect. Nice. <laughs> perfect timing for it. <laughs> so let me talk about the book for a moment and just, um, kind of go through what you know if you read it or if you read it what you would expect he he starts you know like i said it's like an autobiography for it so he actually starts talking about just his uh growing up how he grew up and some of the things that kind of led him into getting into college and going into the military and then how all that stuff eventually led him into uh endurance and you know, obstacle racing being part of that, but, you know, still just endurance in general. Um, hearing the tales of his military experiences is, is pretty amazing. Like, you know, the stuff that people go through in ranger school and uh, just the military in general, where they've got to lead platoons, but not um, really get rest, you know, have to stay, like, get maybe like three or four hours of sleep a night, if that, for like five to two weeks in a row or, you know, just like the amount of time that they spend out to where they're uh, sleep deprived. You know, that's a big thing that you deal with in endurance obstacle racing, especially for 24 hour races. Um, Dealing with just simply being so tired that you can like start falling asleep while you're walking. So like the kind of stuff that he dealt with in the military It's pretty fascinating, and, you know, he's not unique for that. There are plenty of people in the world that that do that kind of stuff. Uh, But I think he he obviously relates a lot of that to how he feels like he can handle an obstacle race of 24 hours or 48 hours. So the the things that he's put upon himself, um, the conquer, endure the gauntlet, and the, you know, multi-day OCR America and that kind of stuff. So it's a uh, it's pretty cool hearing him go through, you know, this is what he experienced in the military. This is when he started doing like his first obstacle racing stuff. I think he did some triathlons. And then once he get into obstacle racing, like he did, he just couldn't help himself but be like, all right, this was cool. Let me take it further and just see what I can do. Or, 
I think he he went with the OCR America or the Triple Crown of OCR, uh, that kind of stuff, because he saw that from other um, other af, 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 yeah other sports. So people like the Triple Crown of Triathlon, maybe I'm not sure, but these people who did things like um, you know in the t- uh, was Eco Challenge, there was the guy who did. Um, the Iron Cowboy, who did what was it fifty? Oh, yeah, fifty Ironmans uh, in fifty Ironmans in fifty days. days. Yeah, yeah, something insane. And so that's a good example of the kind of stuff that Evan um, kind of pulled from. Not, I don't think he mentioned that guy in particular, but um, maybe nature. like the first person that what's just that? things of that nature. Yeah, like the first person that did. A, a triple crown of Ironman. So making sure that they did like all the big events throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of his first endeavor was to say, let me hit every 24 um, hour OCR in the world as, as best I can. You know, I think there was one he missed cause he didn't know about it, but he ended up doing them all within a calendar year. And <clears throat> so then from there, he just continued on making these, new challenges for himself. So it really was never about let me do what I think is going to impress other people. It's really, it was really more for him to say, I want to just push myself further, like see what I can do to push myself further. So he would make up these events, you know, like I'm talking about making up a, I made up a 50 mile run for myself. I mean, it's just kind of like when there's no event to do it, you make up stuff. So he ended up making up the OCR America and the, uh, I think the OCR America was where he did the, like seven 24 hour OCRs mm-hmm. in a week or something like that. I for, forget what, exactly what he did, but uh, you know, crazy stuff. And then under the gauntlet and then 24 or 48 hours on the treadmill with obstacles, like all that stuff, uh, wacko stuff that he did. <laughs> uh, OCR across America when hell freezes over, he did that one. So he did basically the same thing he did the first time, but in winter. So everything was cold and snowy. Um, so then he goes through all that stuff. And then, yes, at one point when he talks about endure the gauntlet, it was kind of cool because he mentioned that he was, uh, about nine laps in when I came in to film him and he, uh, you know, he was already whipped at that point, but he went ahead and did some obstacles that he basically didn't do for the rest of the time. Cause he was so wore out. Like he did them one more time because the camera was there and it made him like really, kind of pumped up and make sure that he wanted to perform well to, to show off there. Um, so the, the book itself, like I said, it's, it's good. It's enjoyable. The, the reader is his audio book. The reader, uh, put it out there. Well, and whoever Evan got to edit it and, uh, you know, write it with him. They, it was, it was real well written. He didn't read the book. Uh, I feel like he didn't read that? the book himself. I just haven't listened to the audio Oh no! Yeah, it was a different. Yeah, it was a different person who who actually did the reading. That's interesting. Uh, that's kind of weird because uh, that's interesting that you say that though. Because like, uh, I wonder just how he feels with like somebody else hearing somebody else tell his story. I guess I don't know. Well, I mean, I can understand because it's like maybe you're good at one thing, but you're not good at another. Yeah. So maybe he didn't feel like he was the right person for, for that. I mean, that's a skill that, that people, you know, people have yeah. that they are able to read to, in a way that it doesn't sound like they're reading. Yeah. Uh, sounds fluid. Yeah. I know whenever I listen to uh, David Goggins audiobook, 
um, he actually addresses that in the audiobook that like he oh. he really didn't want the book to be just about him. He wanted it to like inspire people. And he knows, I guess, his his limits. So he didn't want to be the one reading his book. That's why he had the guy that helped him write it read the book, mm-hmm. which it was kind of an, an, another interesting experience, just listening to the audio book versus like reading the actual book because um, you get a lot of extra mm-hmm. content in there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, him coming from a similar military background, coming from the Navy SEALs, and he, you hear him talking about how whenever they went through Hell Week, and he actually went through three Hell Weeks because, <laughs> because of, uh, like, medical circumstances and things. Um, and, like, he does the same thing. He comes up with just challenges just to, just to see, just his own curiosity just to push himself just to see like where his limits are um like that that four by four by 48 challenge that he had done that a lot of people ended up doing including myself (laughs) i had one i had one (laughs) successful go at it uh uh yeah and and actually he just he just ran the moab 240 this past weekend um and came in second yeah um because one of uh, wow. yeah one of one of my ultra red team members David Terrio, he had posted that he was going to go run it, um, and he his wife posted that he had to drop out because he had he started having like GI issues and dehydration issues, which uh, mm. I think a lot of people well, struggled I mean, with. Easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, I would yeah I'd probably be dead out there. Yeah, I know. Of that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I remember there was like a, a video of, of Goggins going across the finish line. And then as soon as he crossed the finish line and finished, finished second, he like did push-ups or something stupid like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just that mentality of like always pushing your limits, always trying to find the next thing and improving until you can, you know, get to that point and just always improving upon yourself. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Uh, Evan, one of the places where he pushed himself, but I guess basically found his limits was in diving school. And he, I guess, I think he didn't really care for, for water in the first place. But, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, well, I want to see how far I can go with this. And uh, I think he failed diving school once and then went made sure he studied up really well and then did it again and and thought, you know, if I fail this out again, then that's enough for me. Like that's my limit of diving because I don't (laughs) want to go any further with it. And so hearing about him uh, becoming unconscious in, in, in water kind of blows me away. You know, every time I see somebody in like a scary movie or something where they're, they're underwater and they're, they're having a hard time. uh, They're, they're about to drown or whatever. And I, I think to myself, like, I do you not get to a point where you just want to take a breath, even though you're underwater? And obviously that'll mess you up. But like at some point, your body would react to it. Right. But I don't know. So I can't I just can't think of, you know, getting to the point to where you black out because you've held your breath so long. <laughs> I mean, think about it when you're swimming and you're like trying to hold your breath as long as you can and you get to the point where it's like, all right, I go up. I'm <laughs> yeah, it's physically yeah. painful. Like, Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, getting past that pain and then 
getting so far that you literally pass out is it's pretty nuts. I mean, so when you're in diving school, obviously there are people there with you so that if that happens, they pull you up and, and help resuscitate you or whatever, you know, it depends on whatever's going on with you. But man, that's that part. I can't, I can't imagine that myself. Cause I, I feel like I'd be in the same boat. Like I, I don't want to be down underwater so long that I like, there's no hope. Right. Like I just pass out. <laughs> Like to just pass out and then be woke, woken up above the water. Man, that sounds yeah. Nice. Well, they showed that on. So there was this show on Netflix about these people that are that like play the, that do these obscure sports around the world and even some stateside because they co- covered like roller derby and stuff. But uh, like oh. they did uh, uh, this episode in the Philippines with these free divers because apparently it's like a big oh. thing there and. Uh, there it's it's like a really big thing in the in um in some of the rural areas of the philippines and on the some of the islands where they like free dive because not only Mm -hmm. is it a way of life because they're fishermen um and they go deep sea diving to catch their food uh but Mm -hmm. they there was like this story of this older guy that was training to be like a free diving champion and yeah talk about like scuba diving going to those depths at least you have an oxygen tank and these people are like going like right. 60 meters underwater or something crazy like that and yeah it just watching it like uh it, it makes me uncomfortable just watching it because i know they're not they're not breathing underwater and then they they get to the point where they're coming back up and they have to uh they have to like look the judge in the eye or something like that and like be able to appear lucid enough, but then some <laughs> people end actually end up like passing out when they get when they hit the surface. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, if you went down too far and you couldn't handle it, then on the way back up, there's yeah. no, <laughs> there's no option. there's no other alternative. You just have to pass out, and they they <laughs> but they resuscitate them like right there in the middle of the ocean. Like they, like, it's yeah. so crazy. Well. I, I do recall uh, one night of, you know, YouTube <laughs> diving and came across that kind of stuff and ended up watching uh, a guy that, like, beat the world record or whatever it was. And it's like, you know, four or five, I don't know, whatever minutes, maybe five or six minutes underwater. And, yeah, watching that is just insane. Like, you know, sitting there in my chair trying to hold my breath with them. And I actually came across videos of... uh David Blaine explaining how he held his breath in a, in a tank for 17 minutes. And it's a, it's a Ted talk and he's actually explains how he, how he got there, but then also how he trained for it and how he got his body to do it. And obviously he's a, you know, he's a magician or illusionist or whatever you want to call it, but he's also done this stuff. And the way he explains it in the Ted talk is that it's legit. Like he's not, there's no trickery in it. Like he literally trained himself to hold his breath for that long. And that's, it's insane. I mean, like there's parts where his body starts convulsing and it's just like, yeah. Cause you've got no oxygen in your brain. Right. Uh, that's just crazy to me. Like it, it physically makes me uncomfortable even just sitting here talking about it. Like, it just... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I, th- I forget. I know you know some of the stuff that Evans' book talks about. He goes through talking about the 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 only twenty four hour terrain uh, relay terrain race that there was before um, before 
cool events took them over, and then we started despising them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and talks about that. It talks about, you know, World's Toughest, obviously, several times, and uh, Endure the Gauntlet, and all the stuff he's done with CTG. And it uh, it wraps up really well, and it's a it's a it's a good book. I enjoyed it very much. Um, I don't read. I I actually don't read that much at all. I probably do more listening to podcasts than than anything. So reading it as a or listening to it as an audio book was was really good. Uh, it was perfect for for long <laughs> runs because you're sitting there listening to information about obstacle racing, which was enjoyable. Yeah, I have enjoyed doing runs with uh, more with like podcasts and audiobooks here lately, just because it's it's just a it's just a different change of pace, you know. Like it almost yeah. like distracts your mind uh, from the task at hand, <laughs> and it makes the time go by faster a little bit. Yeah, music can kind of tend to lend to like. You know, you're out on a beautiful trail and you got some great music going. And it really kind of enhances what you're there mm-hmm. for. Uh, whereas podcasts, I think if you're focusing in on that, then you're kind of taken away from what you're where you're at. So, yeah, it's kind of yeah. uh, let me let me forget what I'm doing right now and listen to some talk. <laughs> exactly. Actually, listen to our last episode, which I do. I listen to our episodes just for quality control. <laughs> and um, I listened to that while I was on that trail. In uh, in Tulsa, nice. I've got quite the commute to work now, so I've been able to catch a lot of you on my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's where most of my listening has been. That's a yeah, that, that works. <laughs> That's a perfect spot for it. Now, before we move off to different conversations, I don't know for sure if I've done Evan's book uh, justice or not, but I really did enjoy it. And I think if anybody uh, wants to check it out, then you should. It's on Amazon through Audible and maybe that exclusively, I think. So absolutely go check it out. And, uh, you know, Evan makes his Evan makes a living from the military. But then he also does a lot of stuff to, um, I guess, make money like he's, you know, he's he's got all these sponsors and stuff that help him do the endurance events that he's talking about. But. He uses a lot of that stuff that he does for like Folds of Honor. He does a ton of stuff for Folds of Honor for charities that raises money for uh, children who have lost parents in the military. So, you know, charity that he truly believes in and uh, sounds like a good one (laughs) from all I've ever heard about it. So I would support it as well. But. So check it out. But before we move off of Evan, I want to talk about how Evan is perceived in a big portion of the obstacle racing community. And I I, I think a, a lot of it has stemmed from what happened with him and Ryan Woods. And then because of that, people look at him in a certain way. So, you know, I'm in the obstacle racing discord. Uh-huh which is like got Josh Chase and Mabby Davis and like all these other people. I mean, you're in there sometimes <laughs> and just all these people that are passionate about what we love. What's that? Mere bystander. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, you see a lot of conversation in there, so it's, it's easy to see where people are. And 
I'll say that I, I feel like the, the Discord has kind of gotten a certain feel. Um, I wouldn't say the entire crowd is the same type of people. Like, there are people in there that love Conquer the Gauntlet, and there are people in there that love to crap on Conquer the Gauntlet, even though they've never done one. So, you know, there there are lots of different folks in there, but there is... I'll... <laughs> I'll just say that there is a there's a good bit of negativity in the OCR Discord, and think about th- <laughs> if you if you ever listen to Obstacle Discourse, like what are they known for? Obstacle Discourse with Davis and Chase, what are they known for? They're known for ranting, having hot takes, um, talking a good bit of trash, and you know Matt obviously is one of the biggest. <laughs> talkers i don't you know he just says whatever is on his mind so whatever josh as well he's like he's got a big opinion so these two guys they've got great big opinions and then i feel like that's kind of the environment in in the obstacle discord is you got big opinions and it's just i mean that's the space that's it's a space for people to talk about their thoughts and their opinions and it just kind of tends to lead that way so you know there's a spot to talk trash about Kevin Giolotti, there's a spot to uh, talk about any certain race. And then in that space, then eventually somebody's, you know, if, if anybody's got negative thoughts, then they're going to crap on stuff. So, um, so if you, <laughs> God, I've really gone down a hole here. If you own it, Jason. Own like, it. if I'm owning it, if you like talking about obstacle racing, go in there. But don't let people push you around because that's what they might try to do. <laughs> you know, just give your opinion and then that's cool. Like, it's not, nobody's in there fighting about stuff. I mean, every once in a while somebody gets just really crappy and says some just really dumb, stupid stuff. But it's it's kind of, it's pretty rare. I mean, for the most part, people are, uh, you know, have your opinion and we'll, we'll, we'll disagree. Yeah. But so... All that to say, that's where I've seen the majority of here's how people feel about Evan Preparis. And so the, the, the thought is that Evan does these events to say, I'm, I'm, I'm the best at such and such because I made up an event. And how's it, you know, like, that's how I get my accolades because I made up something I did. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> like, I... I'm about to run 50 miles from Dallas to Fort Worth, Fort Worth to Dallas. And that sounds pretty awesome. Like, I'm going to be very proud of that. What's wrong with that? Well, and isn't that something that we're all doing right now if you've taken part in a virtual event? (laughs) I'm just saying, in in a sense. And, I mean, you can probably speak to the Discord better than I can because, like, I have, I can't even tell you the last time I opened up that app, honestly. Um, (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) <laughs> and it and it's only mainly because it's like a personal choice for me just I like to I've I've needed to start like filtering a lot of uh a lot of social media stuff that I take in mm-hmm. and that's just like for my own personal preference like I you know sure. it's there's a lot of and there there are people there are like trolls out there that will just be negative just to be negative, just to stir the pot a little bit. And like, that's not really where, you know, I want a lot of my, um, a lot of my mind to take in. I guess. Yes. Well, well, even, 
to be fair, even if it's mostly good stuff, you could you've only got so much time right. in a day. Exactly. So, you know, no no harm, no foul to take yourself away from a space when you've got other things yeah. to deal with. Yeah. It's okay. And uh and you know, honestly, this isn't like to crap on the Discord or anything or to discourage anybody from joining in there because like the more people that we can get connected throughout the community, the better. Um but yeah, I mean it, I just choose to filter <laughs> as I see fit. You know, I might pop in there every once in a while just to kind of scroll through there just to see what's been going on since I logged in there, you know, nine months ago or whatever it was. Uh, but yeah, that's just, you know, my personal preference. Um, but everybody's going to have something to say about something. That's the beauty of having free speech. <laughs> you know, that's the beauty yes. of, you know, being able to disagree with one another and respect each other's, you know, opinions. So respect each other's opinions. That's a term that, uh, you know, more people could, could, uh, yeah, but yeah, that's the ideal way of dealing with it. Right. You know, like that can can be applied to any social media platform, not just the discord. Like you don't have to risk, you don't have to respect, their opinion and you don't have to respect their them. You don't have to respect anybody, but to not just say, Oh, that's your opinion. Well, you're absolutely wrong because of my opinion. Well, no, that's wrong. So like if, if you've got fact to back it up, then that's one thing, but you know, obviously uh, there's a lot of fact that can't be proven because you, you just heard it somewhere. Facts anyway, science don't mean anything nowadays. But that's a whole that's a whole other conversation. We could go on a whole other tangent with that. But yes, I agree. You don't have to agree, or you don't have to agree to disagree. But you have to recognize that people aren't going to have the same opinions as you. And maybe that's what I I'm trying to get at is like just that simple recognition of that fact that you're not going to agree with any everybody, and everybody's not going to agree with you. And the sooner that people can come to that realization, the better. Yeah, absolutely. Disagreement is normal. You're going to disagree with your best friends. You're going to disagree with your spouse. It it happens. Um, But, you know, taking that like a lot of people disagreed with how Evan uh, approached the whole Ryan Woods incident. I disagreed with how Evan approached the Ryan Woods incident. But that doesn't mean that I I like just blanketly look at Evan as as being a terrible person. Like Evan's got a lot of great things to him. Do I think he handled that poorly? Do I think he could have handled it another way? Yes, that's my opinion. But Evan as a whole has way more positives to him in my experience and in my interactions with him than that one incident. Right. Now there are other people in the community that have the opposite. You know, they've got some really great qualities about them, but then they've got uh, an outnumbering <laughs> number of bad qualities and the way they treat other people. And that's made me step away and step back from them. So, you know, it's the people who you disagree with. It's cool. It's, it's okay. Yeah. So, you know, take the people that you, you appreciate who they are and don't let one little thing I guess, turn you against them. You know, it's like the whole, like, just because you, maybe you uh, define yourself as one thing, like a, like, like, like politics, say you're a Democrat and you find somebody is a Republican. That doesn't mean that you should not be friends just because of that one thing. Like, 
obviously there's a lot of other levels that you can agree on and possibly be friends, or maybe they're just a great person, even though they're uh, the opposite, you know, like you can still find the good in people. If only. So, if only. But that's, a, that's just a, like the general state of affairs nowadays. So. <laughs> I, so take, you know, take this back to, to Evan before we move off the topic. Um, I do, he wrote a cool book. He does some cool events. Dude can run further than I can. <laughs> That's awesome. I wish I could run as much as he could without getting dehydrated, but apparently I can't. And, um, you know, he, he is a, he's a unique person, I think in this, uh, OCR space and his background, uh, and, and the way he goes about the events that he does, it's, uh, it is very unique. Um, not many other people are doing the amount, the sheer amount of endurance stuff that he does. And some people do it better. I mean, he, he, blat he blatantly talks about Ryan Atkins being one of the, the kings of endurance OCR, you know, and he admits that he can't keep up with him, but, um, the way he goes about it is it's good. It's, he's a cool dude. And I appreciate where he's at in life and the kind of way that he continues to push himself. So go read his book. Go check it out. If you like OCR and if you don't care about him as a person, read it anyway <laughs> and kind of see things from his yeah. eyes. <laughs> so there's that. And yeah, we can move on. I'm done. I'm done. With done with that, that soapbox. <laughs> I'm on a, I'm on a stool. Not a, I'm not standing on it though. I'm still sitting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to, I don't know. I, I wanted to talk about that, but I didn't necessarily want it to like turn into such a, a negative thing. But the truth is that it's people, people freaking will look. It can definitely in a and, negative and, way if people choose to take it that way. But at the same time, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, this that's your opinion of it. That's your experience in the Discord, right? Like, so, I mean, it is what it is. People are going to crap all over whatever they can crap all over. <laughs> and that's their right to. Just like your right to get on a stool and write about it. The, the funny thing about the Discord, and, and maybe it's maybe it's not my place to come out here and say what I've said, but it's, it's like a close group of friends. Like when you're with a close group of friends, you're inevitably going to talk trash about somebody that you normally probably wouldn't say out out in public and that's just kind of fun like it's it's fun so i guess you get a little bit of that there but uh you know that's a that's a fine line even with close group, groups yeah. of friends so i guess that's the the biggest takeaway is that if you get in <laughs> if you get into a ocr discord to kind of take it that with that it's a close group of friends who like a little bit of trash talk <laughs> that's all so I don't know. Is there a lesson there? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. It is what you take from it. <laughs> the lesson is let up on Evan. He's a cool guy. <laughs> Even if you don't think so, go check out his book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then then you'll know for sure yeah. or not. Maybe. <laughs> anyway. All right. I'm going to shut up on that. Um, Moving on. We have, uh, shoot, right now at this very moment, I believe they're up at Joe's Ranch doing uh, 
some kind of crazy Spartan event that uh, Joe decided to put on at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, there was a little buzz about it uh, whenever, I guess, people were being invited and flying out to Vermont and things of that nature. So, um, and, and they were, it's like they were trying to be quiet about it at first, but now everybody that's there is all over social media talking about it. So. <laughs> there's no, there's no hush order on, on the athletes that are taking <laughs> part apparently. So that's what I've heard. That's what well, I thought whenever I saw Ryan Atkins posting Instagram stories from inside the barn, yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> is he allowed to do that? <laughs> Well, the coolest thing that I've seen from a, a press con- a press release is that they are turning it into a four-episode series that they're going to put on YouTube. That's pretty cool. And I just saw uh, Carlo had posted in the little group chat that uh, Nicole Miracle is doing, like, recap videos. Oh, on her no, Instagram? No, on, uh, on YouTube. Yeah. What? For, like, under under uh, who? Under a Spartan? Spartan. Or? I'll have to go back and, and, and look and, and check, but... Yeah, apparently Nicole uh, is doing little recap videos. Well, shoot, I got to check yeah. those out then. Uh, it, it does make more sense that they invited n- more non OCR people than OCR people, since it's a, a a series that they're putting out. So, you know, it it might, as some people think, it might simply be Joe trying to prove that obstacle racing people are better athletes <laughs> than other uh, sports, but. You know, in a in a general sense, for good um, entertainment, having people from all these different walks of life is uh, is good. I think, and it'll hopefully we'll get them more views. Yeah, I uh, I mean, it's it's always been like this battle between like CrossFitters and OCR athletes, and you know, you have Hunter who has tried to have the best of both worlds <laughs> competing. So yeah. Yeah, and I haven't seen all the different events that they're doing, but I know some of them include obstacles. Some uh, one was a wrestling event, one was a trail race. So it seems like they're really throwing out. Oh, one was a swim. Yeah. So they're really throwing out all kinds of different stuff. So yeah, it's like a little good. mini. I, well, yeah, like a little mini CrossFit games. Like whenever CrossFit games had just first started and started yeah. started at the ranch <laughs> or where. But with more. Spartan branded stuff. Yeah. One one of the most interesting things that have come out of it is Aaron Newell and his comments, posts, Instagram stuff. (laughs) The stuff that's coming out of there is pretty interesting too, because apparently uh, Joe let in a couple of randoms (laughs) that weren't invited initially. And so Aaron was like, this is BS. And then Joe was like, well, you can leave if you think. So Aaron said he just shut up. And, you know, it's, it's kind of funny to hear. He's obviously like trying to speak out, but it's like, well, I do want to yeah. be here. So I'll just stop, I guess. <laughs> Purely entertainment purposes. But I would, I am definitely going to watch it. I'm definitely. Oh, for yeah, sure. I'm definitely going to watch it because it's going to be interesting to see Rhea Coble wrestling with somebody on it. Because, <laughs> um, like, I, I feel like she would be like one of those sneaky ones that just, like, I don't know, dominates. Think she yeah. could be an animal in the? I don't know. Ring. Maybe I don't know. That would be funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, know. you never know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch, and uh, I know there's probably gonna be a bunch of media stuff around it once Joe finally decides to release 
release it. But um, yeah, yeah, I know as far as media wise, um, for there being a presence there, it was very hush hush. But right. Well, speaking of Hunter, what is happening with OCR stars? Have you uh, kept in touch with that at yeah, all? Yeah, I may have had a couple glasses of wine and signed up for it. <laughs> oh, nice. Awesome. So, you can tell us all about it then. Yeah. So I was just like, it was like one of those late night things like, oh, this is a good idea. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, it's, and I want, and I think I also heard BJ Jones talking about it on the running public podcast and, um, yeah, I'm okay. kind of interested and it's kind of, it's kind of intriguing to me, just like the whole concept of like, um, OCR, athletes and enthusiasts like putting back into an event what they might get out of it uh yeah and um and i think that's like the whole um the whole idea around the event is you know we have this sport and we have these athletes that we want to support um so you know the registration dollars goes towards like you know some of the back end stuff but also the registration dollars goes towards like prize money as well for the athletes. Which I thought yeah. was kind of- no, that, that is cool that uh, Hunter's, you know, putting fronting it with his own right. money, but then the payday is going to be based off of the entrance entrance fees yeah. and such. Yeah. So I, I definitely support the event and I think that was, you know, part of my decision as well, because, uh, yeah, there's, there's going to be like age group awards and I don't, I'm not really clear on like how I think there's teams that are, that you can sign up on. I'm not really clear on that part of it. If you can sign up as a team, um, to do like a team style competition, but, um, I know individually, you know, they're going to try to, get a lot of like the age group winners as well as the top male and female winners. Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, or a lot of prizes that, you know, they might not be able to, um, capitalize on at at just regular races. Cause you know, you go to a race and it's just like the top three male, top three female that really get recognition, podium swag, that kind of thing. But they're trying to make it like more all inclusive to where, like even the age group winners can enjoy like, I don't know, gooder glasses for a year or something like that. <laughs> Is that what you're going for? No, I, I have enough sunglasses. Thank you very much. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I think, and I think they even released the first event. It's going to be a mile time trial, which I had done my mile time trial like way back uh, a few months ago. And I really wasn't happy with it. And so, uh, yeah, I'd be interested to see like what I can do. Nice. Um, so but before we go back to the mile time trial again, what's the format of the whole thing? Oh, so there's going to be different um, uh, events for each week, I think for the no- month of November. So there's going to be four events. And um, you have... So it, so it hasn't started no, yet? No, it hasn't started yet. The okay. workout or the the challenge or the event or whatever it might be is going to be released on like the Sunday at the beginning of the week. And then you have until like Saturday to um, submit your time, submit your Strava verification. Um, I think if it's going to be like a, a workout, then 
you have to submit uh, a video of you completing the workout. Video proof. Yeah. And okay. there's uh, certain specifications as far as like weights for women and weights for men. You have to have a uh, like a plyo box, a 24-inch box. Um, you have to have uh, access to some kind of pull-up bar. Um, yeah, it's very limited. Um, limited equipment. Equipment, yeah. But but something that most everybody's got. Like even if you don't have a pull-up bar, you can go to a park and get on a monkey monkey. Yeah, bar. and then uh, you also have to submit proof that like say you don't have a box, but you have like a bench or something. You have to show the measurement mm-hmm. that yeah, it's a twenty-four inch, you know, up off the ground kind of thing. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Okay, so they're trying to keep it uh, keep it legit, but also be virtual, but also. Uh, so it's a, it's a one, what is it? One event per week for this is it four, four, four events. And, um, okay. he also partnered with Adrian. So it's going to be an OCRWC qualifier. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. All Different, right. but it'll be interesting. Yeah. Either way, my 30 bucks went to, you know, a good cause. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I uh, signed up for the Tough Mudder challenges because of the whole Marvel thing. Like, I <laughs> wasn't planning on doing any of them, and then I saw it was Marvel, and I was like, "Well, all right, fine, I'll I'll sign up for this one." Uh, and it it couldn't have come at a better time because I started last week, and it was like the very first day was my first um, day at at like off working for uh, in Tulsa. So it was like I had a week there, and I was like, "Well, shoot, I can knock out some of these while I'm." While I'm here working, and so I've got some. Uh, I almost got the elevation. I got all of the reps for the, um, the kettlebell, and I, I did a few of the other. Like I did like a, a round of push ups and dips and whatever the other things are. The exercises for the Marvel Mania. Nice. So it, it worked out pretty good. I got a few miles and uh, almost all the elevation I needed, and you know still got plenty of time. Another what? Shoot, is another week already? No, we still got two weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, two-ish. Two-ish weeks. <laughs> but it, it, it is it has been fun. It's like I don't know if I would have worked out that much that while I was at the hotel. You know, I yeah, I probably would have just kind of skated by with a couple of incline hikes or something, but it definitely got me doing more and that was cool. Yeah. I was into it. Yeah. Uh, that's when I did my treadmill hiking with the the gaming, but then also found the trails in in Tulsa. So I got uh, some pretty good, um, pretty good. Uh, I guess jump into the challenge itself. Um, you know, I, I got to do the the diving for <laughs> for fruit at some point, but. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the video of Mark and um, Mark and Sarah oh. eating mayo. Oh, like, what if, <laughs> did I not read that one well enough? Yeah. Like, what do you have to do for that? I one? don't know, but that one like made my stomach turn. <laughs> I thought it was like a drink with some mayo in it, but they were just eating a spoonful of mayo. Like, what the heck's going on there? I I like mayo, but I I probably oh won't do that one. <laughs> I like my mayo, oh. but like on a sandwich. <laughs> So speaking of which, you know, you get two, you get four obstacles that you got to do two of each week. Uh And so there's three weeks. Have the second week obstacles come out yet? 
I don't think so. I did it the month before the Marvel Mania came out. <laughs> so uh, I think they they released them at the beginning of the week, I want to say. Yeah so, yeah, so it should be out. Yeah. And I can't say I've seen it. So let me look and see if I you can. Know, I'm not crazy about the platform. I will say that about the Tough Letter Challenges. I'm really <laughs> All right. about the platform. I've heard a lot of people complain about the Fit Rankings platform. What What do you not like about I, it? I I just didn't. Okay, are you dying? I don't know. I'm. I guess I'm just like so used to everything like automatically uploading and like I don't really have to manually enter anything, like with my Strava apps and like my Coros. You know. Okay. I mean for. For distance and elevation, yeah. that it, it works well, but obviously for, you know, when you're doing reps, you have to just type in a number. Yeah, and I think whenever I was doing my challenges, like, I wanted to enter my reps in as I was doing them, and then I wanted to see, like, an accumulation. I didn't want to, like, jump from page to page just to see, like, where my accumulations were happening, I guess, if that Okay, you know well, I feel like maybe they've adjusted that, and, and they have that now. Oh, well... Because I've, yeah, I've been putting in my reps as I do them. And then there is a, is one screen that shows I've done this much mileage, this much elevation, this much, uh, this many reps for the Marvel mania yeah. and then the infinity gauntlet and then number of obstacles right, that you've that completed. Screen, yeah. There's that, there's that different, um, page that you can, that has all that information, I guess on my phone, on <laughs> Is it just not like mobile friendly? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've I've found myself going straight to fit rankings instead of going through the little snippet on the Tough Mudder page. Yeah. And maybe that's helped. And that's what I thought I was doing, but I guess I, I just had it. Like I, ke- I just kept the page open on my Safari app on, on my iPhone. <laughs> so I would keep uh, going to that. And I don't know if it's just not mobile friendly or what, but... It just, it was a little bit more than more steps than I would like to have for a virtual challenge. (laughs) Okay. Well, I've, uh, you know, Carlo and Josh from Piss and Cox have been doing their videos about the challenges. Mm -hmm. Where, where's the video for this one? True. Not asking you, I'm just throwing it out there because I don't, I don't think either one of them listen to us, to be honest. Um, but if they do, I want them to hear this. I, I have been for those that know, I have been editing those videos. So now I'm like, where's this video? <laughs> which y'all, y'all do y'all slacking off? What's happening? Like, is this happening? I don't, I don't know if I got the time to do it. Maybe the last one came out too late, too late, and there's like, screw you, Jason. We're not. <laughs> letting you edit the next one i don't don't know maybe they've cut me out i'm not sure but uh they haven't done this one yet and and maybe they could be waiting to like do some videos of them actually doing it um you know we we've been putting in some videos of people because as as it comes out people start posting their their videos of their different obstacles and stuff on on the facebook group Mm -hmm. so we've got some of those in there so maybe i don't know maybe they're waiting for some because I thought they were trying to introduce each one as it came out, but they have not done so for the Marvel. Maybe one. they're saving something special for the Marvel. Maybe they're maybe they're trying to break up with me. <laughs> they're trying to ghost you. <laughs> I'm gonna go text them and see if they respond. See what happens. <laughs> All right. Well, before we uh, let's before we get off of this topic, let's talk about the obstacles. 
So like I said, there's one challenge that's basically like there's if anybody hasn't heard about the Tough Mudder challenges yet, every challenge is a three week period where you have to do four different things. And then those four things um, have to happen. And then every week there's two there's four challenges that you can choose two from. So with this one, there is a mileage challenge. There's a elevation challenge. There is a what's what's the third one? Um, uh, a workout challenge. Yeah, Did you already like, say that? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. So the reps, Marvel Mania is, is workout reps, and then the fourth one is something has always been something silly. So for this one, you're bobbing for apples, but it's Infinity Gym, so it's all different colors of the Infinity Gym. So a lime, a, a plum, you know, an apple, like all that kind of stuff. So all the different colors. And then the challenges for week one was you get to choose between two of four. And there was one to, to uh, Fantastic Four hero carry to carry a friend a certain number of distance. And then, oh, so the one that Mark and Sarah did is Rocket's Refreshments. So Rocket dared you to do a challenge. Um, you ha- Let's see. You line. Oh, oh, okay. You line up six tablespoons of condiments slash food. Oh. and then roll a six-sided die six times and you eat whatever you roll (laughs) oh my so the options or numbers one through six are mustard green salsa (laughs) like a tomatillo that's not bad uh pickle juice hottest stuff you can find so maybe just like a hot sauce or something mayo and then milk so yeah all of those are not bad except for maybe the mayo like even us i mean a spoonful of mustard would be kind of rough too maybe i don't know pickle juices would be okay with me so if you don't roll a five to get the mayo then cool (laughs) but if you roll a five six times (laughs) (laughs) that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of mayo (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would recommend going to see your your primary care doctor for some cholesterol medicines. <laughs> so I'm I may not do that one. I did do the the next one, which is Avengers Tower, which is to do uh, 1130 feet of gain in one go, uh-huh. uh, or in one in one day in one day. Oh, there's a trail that you can now the, out here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So the level up is to do that in one workout, which uh, is not that hard. Um, and then the fourth one is Black Widow's balancing act is to put something on your head and walk with it from 200 meters. So that one's not too crazy either. Now, week two. So we are in week two. These are out. And I'm seeing, I'm, I'm looking at them right now. We've got Hang Tight Miss Marvel. Um, so Miss Marvel can stretch her limbs. Do your best impression and see how long you can hang in a dead hang. And then, is that it? Do a dead hang? Pretty much. I think so. That's what it sounds like. See how long you can do it. Okay, so there's no, there. apparently there's no, like, do it for this long. It's just simply do it for as long as you can. Hmm. Okay. That, that is, <laughs> yep, that's pretty easy. I can dead hang for five seconds. Whoops. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, speaking of dead hangs, did you ever see that video of the guy who was not strapped in when he went hang gliding 
And then he basically hung on for dear life for like five minutes. That's frightening. He, he ripped his bicep from hanging for that long. Well, yeah, I probably would have too. (laughs) He did it, which is amazing that he, you know, the guy that was, uh, the instructor was holding on to him a little bit, but still he was literally holding his own weight for, for that long until they were able to land. That's That's nuts. Yeah. All right, so the next one, Hulk smash. I didn't even kill you. Blow up six balloons, place them on the ground, get into a plank position, and one by one attempt to pop the balloons by punching punching them <laughs> in a plank position. <laughs> Popped by, only pop by your fist. Okay. Uh, if the balloons get away from you, you must bear crawl to maneuver. <laughs> Can you have a safety pin in between your fists? <laughs> I mean, it's- it doesn't say you can't. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice uh, pivot there. All right, next one. Avengers Assemble. Mm. Create your own Avengers Assemble video. Record your team members in person or virtually embodying their favorite Avenger and 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 then pose. Do do yours Avengers pose. Okay. You should be Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, number four is Captain America in training. Um, Captain America's you know super strong, super fast, and everything. Um, Thirty minute hit based workout. Ooh. Okay. There's a there's they show the video and they show what the exercises are, and I guess you just do it with the guy. So basically, do the hit workout, and that's the that's the obstacle. Huh. So Interesting. if you can be as awesome as Captain America training, then, then you're, you're, <laughs> so that's week two. Interesting. And, uh, I have not, I didn't even see those, like I said, so I haven't even started on those. Are you going to be uploading videos to the Tough Mudder Challenges group? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Hulk Smash sounds like the kids would enjoy that. Yeah. And then I'll... Find a place to do a dead hang. That's easy enough. It's easy enough. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I lost my notes because I went to this instead. Giveaway. Yes. <laughs> we do have a giveaway. Are we done talking about everything? I think so. I think that was. We did. Yeah. Did we actually nice. get to everything this time? Go on. Look at I. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like something came up today that I wanted to add to it, but I guess we'll leave it at that. Uh, well, yes. Yes, we will leave it at that. Conquer the Gauntlet is this weekend. I'm running the Continuum, and the weather is going to be 75 at the highest. Nice. So that sounds pretty awesome. So what you're saying is you're going to podium. I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. I'm, I'm going to attempt to not get dehydrated. That's there my goal. Go. That'll be your podium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we do have a giveaway. Our giveaway this time, you know, ever since it's funny, ever since we left Anchor, we haven't gotten any more um, ad- advertisements or anything. So, you know, I just haven't done that yet. So, all the money that we've gotten now is from all these little things that we did. Uh, some money still from Anchor, uh, auxiliary things that have been left over. A couple of like every, when a, a shirt or whatever gets purchased, that we get money from that. So this 
as of right now, this is the last of our our giveaway money. We don't have anything left unless something else comes in that I don't know about <laughs> at the moment. So this could be our last giveaway ever. Ooh. But hope, hopefully, hopefully not. not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this giveaway is for new things that have come on to the Spreadshop store. So if you go to spreadshop.com slash OCR talk, there's the, um, you know, the store there with all these things you can buy that makes it easy for us to give merch without having to, you know, produce uh, large runs of things because uh, you pay for a one-time thing and then that's it. So the prices are a little higher, but it's cool that you can get it instead of not having it at all. Cause there's tons of crazy stuff on there, like mugs and, Baby bonnets and I don't know, all kinds of random crap. <laughs> um, there is the option to, to do the face mask, uh, and I, I couldn't. No do way. It. I'm, I'm leaving that off there. I'm not letting somebody purchase a no CR talk face mask. <laughs> so we're going to, we've got buttons, you know, OCR, just like a little button, like a pin, you know, that you put on, nice. on your bag or something. Uh, a mug and a sticker being the newest release on the Spreadshop store, the No CR Talk sticker. Nice. I don't I don't know the quality of these yet. I have yet to get some myself, so we will, we'll see. But we've had four entrants into this. Uh, the requirements this week were, I, I posted it out and said, we got stickers. If you want one, uh, you all you got to do is say, I want a sticker. And we had four people do it. Sid, Sid posted a couple of gifts. <laughs> Not, not, I want a sticker. So I'm not sure. He doesn't get in. The, <laughs> Sid, you didn't follow the instructions. So you don't get to be in the, in the giveaway. But we got. Good enthusiasm. Kim Duvall. What? I like the enthusiasm though. <laughs> yeah. We got Kim DeVos, Sophia, Mark Duplessis, and Jason Rich. So it's a, it's a tight field here. So all those people that did not uh, uh, submit. You missed out because this is a really easy chance to win. Four people. That's it. So it is time to spin. Are you ready? You have the spinny. I got a spinny. I'm sorry you can't see it right now. <laughs> Here we go. It's spinning. Oh. I don't think it's picking up my audio. Do you yeah, hear the clip? I was really hoping for the audio. <laughs> Mark Duplessis. Nice. And this is not the first time that he's won. No, it's not. Oh, do you hear that? No, I don't hear that. No, okay. It it cheered and gave applause. Oh, it is saying happy birthday again. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can put that in there for sure. But it, uh, so Mark, you win a sticker, a mug, and uh, some buttons, which I, I know he'll love. I want a mug. So I guess I'll have to order it off the spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> you should, because that's what it's there for. Um, that's it. That's it. I feel like there was more that I wanted to say, but that's that's it. <laughs> yep. We are going to come back. Next episode will be Conquer the Gauntlet recap. And I, I, I take it we probably won't record again before the 50 miler. So it'll be Conquer the Gauntlet and it'll be a little late Conquer the Gauntlet recap and 50 miler recap. Uh, for you, what's uh, what you got coming up? Uh, that five k trail race, and then whatever else I can last minute sign up for. <laughs> we'll see. I, It'll I partly, I partly hope to hear that you 
did the five k trail race, and then that you got called in, so that we can hear how that how that ha- how that turns shenanigans. out. Shenanigans, shenanigans, and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, news of my promotion. Hopefully, <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're right at the, you know, like how awesome would that be to be like you're in first place and you're at the end, you know, <laughs> half a mile from the end, and you get the call, and then. Or even better, you're in second place and you get the call and you're like, I got to rush. And then you run and you win. And then it gets really exciting. So bring us back a super exciting story. About you. <laughs> <laughs> and then how you just run straight through the finish line, grab your medal and then hop in your car. Yep. <laughs> Off <the big> lives. <laughs> now, now, before I let you go, I got the biggest question, though. Are you what are you doing WTM for World's Toughest Motor? Um, I am hoping to come to Dallas. Are you really? Yeah, actually. Uh, so if I do get this new position with the company, um, I there will be like about a week where I'll actually have to go into the office just to get some procedural things out of the way, and then from there I can choose to work from home. So, oh wow! Yeah. At least till nice. we open up our our facility in uh, in January. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yay for mo- hopefully more working from home and like this is this is like the progression of my career where I've been like waiting for this moment. So it's like, oh man, I know it's like kind of a big, almost like it feels like grown up to me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. So is it? Is is WTM dependent on that? Um, not really. <laughs> okay, okay, not really. All right. Well, I I do hope you get it because that does yeah. sound awesome. Yeah. Uh, Mark Duplessis and his girlfriend Sarah will be up here yeah. for Girls Toughest, so it's going to be a party. I know. I really don't want to miss out. I will, I, will, <laughs> I will have like serious FOMO. <laughs> if I don't, so we'll see. The, the only uh, people we're missing is Mike and Caitlin. And I, Javier, know. Right? Uh, I know. I <laughs> know. That makes me sad. Oh, well. Yeah. Next All right. Next time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll be able to reveal yes or no for sure soon. Fingers crossed. That's it for now. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to go check out the Spreadshop site, spreadshop.com slash OCR talk. And there's also a new uh, review platform that we're doing. What is it? I love podcasts. Uh, World of podcasts. Oh, gosh. No. Come on. I don't know. Crap. (laughs) Put me on the spot like this. I I was supposed to look this up ahead of time and I didn't. Uh, Let me see. I'll, Will just said it in his episode. What is it? And I, was I love listen, podcasts. I was just listening to that podcast too, but right before we recorded, and now it's just buried in the group text. <laughs> it is. Uh, okay. Yes. Well, lovethepodcast.com. Love. There you go. Love the podcast. Love. You the can podcast. hear me typing it in. I'm sure. Com slash OCR talk where you can rate and review yes OCR talk or so go to the yeah love the podcast.com slash OCR talk you can only review on Podchaser and castbox 
Why? I, I feel like there's more I need to do on that page. I will get on that. Go there if you do want to leave a review. Uh, not so much because we care about having a lot of reviews, just simply because it's fun. So if you if you leave it, then we'll read it, and that's fun. So <laughs> rate us bad. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> Either way, we'll read them. <laughs> we will, and then we'll trash talk you. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's everything. That's it. Take it easy, Anna. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks, hopefully. Yeah. Good luck at Conquer the Gauntlet this weekend. Thank you. I'll be looking for you on that podium. Yes. <laughs> That's where I'll be. Or with, with a big bottle of water. Very, very hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, everybody. Thanks for listening. Follow, listen, and talk. That was our old slogan, right? Yeah, I think so. I said it, I said it right. Oh, you said it right. First time. No edit. (laughs) I just messed it up. All right. All right. Take it easy. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Declan, you want to say hello? No. Bye. Bye.